Well, hello, friends. It's been a little bit of time, but I thought I'd come on today and welcome you to another episode of The Fractured Brain. Of course, I'm your host, Jimmy P. Brown II, and I'm glad to have you here listening to my ramblings and my rants and everything else. <laughs> I don't know if I have any rants today. I definitely got some rambling, but um, as many of my loyal listeners know, I don't really ever have anything per se to talk about. It's more about kind of going over what's going on with me and uh, the strangeness of it all. (laughs) So... um, yeah, Camelot. Camelot, uh, you know, I'm going to only touch on this for a couple of seconds. I don't know where it is. I have no idea. We got to just stop bomb- stop or start bombarding uh, retroactive records because they're the ones that uh, committed to me to release it. They've had everything and I don't know what in the world is going on with it. So, okay. That's it for that. <laughs> Only because I get asked. Um, so people have been asking, how are you? What are you up to? And uh, I've been embarrassed to admit. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I shouldn't be because it's a noble thing. And it's not something that should be ashamed of. It's just... And, and, and I'll explain why I've had uh, this thing inside that's just been kind of uh, just embarrassed to share with all of you. Um, as many of you guys know my story, uh, if, you, if you don't, go back, listen to, you know, episode one and, and, and listen. But, you know, obviously... Um, I ventured to go down this path of being a full-time musician and uh, again, and it was a result of uh, a nervous breakdown. And again, uh, you know, this is the third time this has happened to me in my life. And, um, (laughs) you know, I really, really, you know, put my arm to it, put my hands to it, put everything in me. And, you know, doing Patreon, doing the YouTube channel, um, trying really hard to work it from the avenues of social media. And, and uh, it just seems like it, 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 I have my loyal, my loyal base and I love each and every one of you and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. But, um, and it's not a bad, but it's, it's just, it just seems like it won't grow past a certain amount. It's like it caps and I don't understand why it caps. And with my Patreon, I, I, you know, I support others, um, that are doing the same as me. And, you know, they, 
are doing well with it. And I don't know what it is that I'm doing wrong. <laughs> um, I don't know if I don't provide enough. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm a patron of others, mainly not because I, I, not because I don't support their work. Of course I support their work, uh, and what they do, but I want to see what they do as in comparison to me, because I've been told by many people who join and then leave after three or four months and sometimes even after a few weeks and, and don't even give it a chance and just say, you know, you don't provide anything. You don't do anything. Um, and I'm like, dear God, the welcome packets that I send and, and just the immeasurable amount of music. And, and and I don't know, maybe you guys can suggest something to me because the thing is I can't afford to hire marketing gurus and, and I've had actual, I've actually had gurus, you know, approach me, tell me a few different things to do. And then I try them. And, and it's not like I just try it for a week. I try it for months and months and really put my hand to the plow and, and still no growth. And it's like, and, and I refuse to play the, 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 the click farm thing, you know, with YouTube, you know, where, you know, you pay for a certain amount of views and, and what it is is, and it's been proven that they, they, they send your link to a click farm out in India or other parts of the world. And they go on, they watch the, 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 the video for, they let it play for one minute under a fake sign on and it gets you thousands of views and, um, but they're not legitimate and they're not actual users. It's just, it's just a game. And I refuse to participate in that. But they say, well, people won't watch your videos. (laughs) If they see there's only 200 views, then they're going to look at it and say, oh, that's not worth watching. But if they see something with 25,000 views, then, oh, mentally it sparks something in them and says, I have to watch this. Well, with the amount of videos they suggest you put out per week... Um, you know, two per week. So that's an average of eight per month or 8.6 or something like that. So in other words, eight to 10 videos a month, and then you have to invest a hundred dollars into each video to get 20,000 views. Again, the click farm views. Um, so that means I'm throwing a thousand dollars a month into this in hopes to grow more channel views and more subscriptions and and then since I promote Patreon on my YouTube then hopefully get more patrons but um, as many of you know I rely on Patreon for um, for my income and to keep me doing music and keep me making music and buy more hard drives as I run out of hard drive space and, and you know, continue to upgrade the gear and, and, and make more videos and make more music. And, <laughs> and I, I, I don't even, I'm not even close to a thousand a month in, uh, in Patreon. And, um, 
so how am I going to spend a thousand dollars on this YouTube click farm thing that every marketing guru says I need to do? So I just decided to just do what I do and continue to do what I do because I have my faithful, loyal listeners that that pay attention and really give give all they can to see me continue and to further my work. And I thank you and I appreciate each and every one of you. And this is not a ploy. So please, 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 please do not think that this is to, oh, try to, you know, get some more money out of you guys. No, 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 no. You know, I, I, I always tell everybody, do not give more than you are able. And, you know, I've been criticized on my Patreon. I had a marketing guru who gave me free advice and told me you're an idiot. Flat out, you're an idiot because you offer a dollar membership to your Patreon. And I'm like, why am I an idiot? Maybe that's all people can afford. Oh, that's all. No, what you're telling people is that's all you're worth. (laughs) I don't see it that way. I see it as whatever anybody can do to help to be a part of what I do. But I guess some people just have a different view. So I've been told, you know, make it a minimum of $15 all the way to $100, all the way to $200, you know, and again, I just don't, I don't see it that way. I just don't. And maybe I am a fool. Maybe I am an idiot to want to believe that giving that option for those that just may not be able to spare any more than a dollar or two a month, uh, the fact that they are willing to do that means more to me. And then there are those dear patrons that give 40. I have one beautiful, I I won't name them by name because I don't, I don't want to do that and violate, you know, personal information. But I have one patron who just has loyally for the last three years given me $80 a month. And that is just, it's astounding to me. And, and it blows me away. And, but I'm just as blown away by the dollar because anybody who's willing to give to further my work, I appreciate with all my heart. All that to say this. So, you know, when all these things started happening, um, You know, where, you know, it was issued from, you know, the White House, obviously, to, you know, you know, tell companies, anybody with over 100 employees, you know, you try to mandate the the vaccines. Well, you know, again, I'm not anti-vax. We just in my house and my family and, and I was raised this way. We just don't take flu shots. We don't take anything like that. It's not that we're anti. It just if it doesn't make sense. You know, better to try to eat healthy, eat your greens, eat your broccoli, eat your salads and tomatoes and and take your vitamins. That was that's the way I was raised. And, um, 
you know, people laugh because, you know, I, I drink three to four liters of water per day. That's just what I've always done. Um, and it makes me laugh when I, you know, go to the doctor and I get the blood tests and everything else. And they're just like, my gosh, you're the, you, you've got the kidney function of a of an eight-year-old. And I start laughing. I start thinking it's probably just all the water I drink because I just drink so much water. But, uh, you know, my mom taught me this is this is life. This is, you know, and, and always try to get spring water, you know, water with high alkalinity, you know. And, uh, you know, don't drink, you know, distilled water because there's no vitamins or minerals to it. You know, well water. If you can get well water, get well water, you know. But nonetheless, so it's not that we're anti-vaxxers. We're just we're just not sure about all this that's going on. And (laughs) so uh, all that to say this now it's going to come to my ramblings well it's actually all been a ramble so what i've been embarrassed about now see i might take a long time to get to my point because i started off by saying i didn't want to admit or i was rather embarrassed to admit something and then i took you down another path but i always lead you back to what it is because that's just the way my brain works so what it is um, things just started getting unsure and scary with my wife's job because they're really, really pressuring and, you know, they do the testing once a week. And, and to me, that's, that's kosher. It's fair. You know, um, they're not going all the way up your skull like they were in the beginning, you know, but, um, but it's better than forcing you to, to take something that you're unsure of especially something that we're seeing that just doesn't necessarily work. And, you know, when they tell me, you know, well, it lessens severity of disease. Well, how do you know that? It's only been a year. We don't even know. We don't really know enough about this. Um, We're just kind of taking it at the words of politicians instead of doctors. And, you know, because, but see, I'm 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 talking legitimate doctors because I don't trust that guy in the who's who's endorsed by the white house i don't trust him as far as i can throw him never did from the moment i saw him on tv and and now but um all all that to say this we just started getting scared and uh and i've applied for disability um three times and finally I was advised by some people that I know that you know you're gonna have to hire an attorney to do it because you doing it yourself uh with your doctor or your therapist going for you or anything it's just it's not gonna work an attorney knows how to make it happen well I again I just don't have the money to hire an attorney so um I took a job and I've uh, been working a job for the past two months. Uh, and thank God, you know, it's, it's a work from home gig. But, you know, it's nine hours a day. Um, I'm on the phone and uh, doing tech support for, 
uh, iPhones and tablets and <laughs> stuff like that. It's it's kind of funny. I'm I'm not working for Apple, by the way, but it's a company that does uh, corporate supports. But nonetheless, uh, that's what I've been doing. I've been doing that now for two months. And at night, uh, squeezing in as much recording time as I can. And then on the weekends, the same thing. Uh, and it's, you know, it doesn't pay great, you know, but it, it's, it's enough, you know. It's enough to weather a storm if the storm comes. And um, so I'm grateful and thankful for it. But it's just taken focus away from the things that I love with with the music with patreon with the youtube channel and and my website and things i wanted to grow <laughs> and uh so i'm doing my best to to balance the two <sighs> and i'm embarrassed you know people are like you know, why would you even be embarrassed to admit you had a job it's not it's not that because obviously i've been working for the last you know 20 plus years you know i mean it's it's not the fact that I had to take a job. It's the fact that I feel I failed. It feels like I failed at being a full-time musician and trying to grow in the YouTube and social media and Patreon arena where I'm seeing others succeed. I feel like I'm failing. And I was hoping that within, you know, a couple years, I'd be able to be like others that I've seen that are sustaining and able to save and able to have and to weather and to completely build studios and, and do their thing. And, and I've just not had that, uh, that happen. And I don't blame anybody. I don't blame any, you know, I, maybe Maybe I was bigger in my head than I thought. <laughs> Maybe selling 100,000 units of weapons of our warfare just wasn't enough. I don't know. Um, I don't, I just don't know. Anywho, uh, so that was my big embarrassment to admit that I, I had to take a gig and just in case, and, and in, and to help the household because we just don't know what's coming. We don't know what's going to happen. And, and actually, uh, so, so I have to tell this story. Uh, be, you, you guys all know I, I deal with massive anxiety anyway. I'm very, uh, I have a lot of social anxiety, but I was diagnosed. The actual diagnosis was generalized chronic anxiety disorder. So, um, with that and then with, you know, a degree of agoraphobia as well. So I, I don't go out. So even pre-pandemic, I just don't go out. I don't socialize. I don't really talk with people, hang out with people. And when I do, it takes every bit of strength within me to handle that hour or two out. And then I'm wiped out for like two or three days, mentally, emotionally, even physically, just from those two, three hours of going out and meeting somebody and talking to somebody and hanging out with somebody. So, um, well, this company that I work for, uh, the executives were, you know, the company's founded back East, but they opened a Las Vegas 
branch of uh, of of call of the call center, and there's only twelve of us or thirteen of us. But uh, the the big head honchos flew out from back east and wanted to take the Vegas team to dinner. <laughs> well, I really, really did not want to go. A anxiety. I don't like meeting people. I don't like having a you know. I don't like doing all of that and and especially have to go through the, the false pleasantries and, you know, but, you know, I was advised by, you know, my wife and by others and also, you know, my years in the workforce taught me that, you know, what I mean, it, it would be only right to, to go to such a company dinner and... <laughs> So again, you know, I prepared, prepared mentally, just was scared, didn't want to go. And of course, of course, with the COVID scare, you know, I, I mean, um, because I'm not like, you know, a bunch of these other people that just call it the flu and, uh, and a cold or whatever. It, it's obviously something real. It's obviously a virus. Uh, and, and, uh, you know, it affects everybody differently, just like the flu, just like a cold, just like a sinus infection. You know, some people get a sinus infection and it all nearly kills them. Other people get it and it's like gone in three days on its own without any antibiotics. I mean, you know, it just depends on the person. Everybody's immune system is different. But nonetheless, you know, I don't want to put myself in a place where I, you know, could contract it. Nonetheless, I decided, well, I'm going to go ahead and go to this dinner. So I went and I wasn't there but a few minutes and was saying hello to the rest of the team. And now we all talk to each other um, via uh, video links and, and everything on the computer. So we all recognized each other and we all said hello and we, you know, and, and, you know, there's all this palm pressing and everything else happening. And I don't, you know, again, you know, and I'm there with my little, you know, bottle of sanitizer and, and nobody's wearing masks and it's like, oh gosh, you know, I, I don't want to be the only oddball. So I just kind of sit far away from everybody and I'm, I'm just kind of there and then one of this one of the coworkers that you know just comes and plops right next to me and just starts talking with me and and uh, I'm trying to be comfortable. Then all of a sudden the, the head honcho says, "Hey, all of you, get up. Um, let's we're gonna go take a real quick ride." I'm like what? And we all pile into this limousine, and again nobody is masked, and I'm like, "Oh my lord!" and I, I don't know what to do. I, I mean, like, do I, am I the oddball out? Do I put my mask on? So I, you know, I start reaching in and grab it. And and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I mean, I'm so squished in there against these people. So I am like hardly breathing. I don't want to even be in this vehicle. And it's a little 10 minute ride. Uh, and I have no idea where we're going. And then boom, bam, boom, we get there and the owner gets out and takes us on a tour of the call center that he just bought or purchased or leased or I don't know. But they're going to build a call center there and he wanted to show us 
because they're going to expand the Las Vegas office and the Las Vegas market, and it's blah, 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 blah. And, yada, yada, and he's crediting us and telling us how great a job we're all doing, and yada, yada, yada. And it's really cool, and everybody's excited. And I'm like, oh, well, the only reason I liked this job was because I'm working from home. I don't want to actually go somewhere. But uh, then they announced that you know, it's going to be a hybrid schedule, two days at home and then three days in the office. So... And then we got to get back into the limo and go back to the restaurant. And then, so everything's over and done with. I'm not going to lie. I come home. I immediately throw my clothes in the wash and, you know, go and gargle and take a shower and, you know, all my preventative things that I do that people call me crazy and stupid. And, you know, but if it makes me feel better, it makes me feel better. Um... (laughs) And of course, you know, so I'm sitting here and I'm like just thinking to myself, thinking to myself over and over and over. And, you know, Helen, you know, she just tells me, you know, honey, when you go to the market to go pick up groceries for us and when you go and you pick up things at Costco for us, you're exposing yourself. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm, you know, following protocol. I'm wearing masks and other people there are wearing masks and and then, you know, whether they do something or whether they don't, I don't know. I guess mentally it makes you feel better. I don't know. But she's trying to tell me, you know, you do all you can do. You take the vitamins that the doctor has recommended, the amounts, and 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 you drink a ton of water and you, you, you eat healthy. You know, you just, you're doing what you can do. You do all you can do. So if, if it happens, it happens. But all you can do is what you do. All we can do is what we do. And she reminded me, you know, I'm, I, you know, even though we wear masks and we're t- tested weekly and everything else, we're, you know, we're still at risk too. So, you know, a little solace, a little solace in that. And, and that was on a Tuesday. <laughs> it's last Tuesday, as a matter of fact. Um... And Friday, all of a sudden, little while well, I'm online and I'm doing a tech call, uh, uh, little notice pops up uh, from HR. You know, you possible exposure to COVID because somebody was diagnosed that you may have come in contact with. Well, I'm like, if you have any more questions, please call or whatever. And, Well, I'm in the middle of this incredibly difficult tech call, but my mind starts spiraling. And I end up having one of the worst anxiety attacks while I'm trying to tech this lady on how to reset her tablet and and, and all this other stuff. And I I finally reach out and I, I get a hold of HR and I said, well, you know, I mean, so was it the Vegas team? Is it somebody back east? What's going on? And she's like, we only notify employees that were potentially exposed. I'm like, okay, potentially or exposed. I mean, that, that's not an answer. And they give me, you know, the, the runaround and they can, you know, because they can't tell you per laws. They can't tell you who it was. But then, you know, I notice, oh, so-and-so wasn't there and so-and-so wasn't there. So then I start putting pieces together and it's like, yeah, people at the dinner you know, that I was in a limo crammed with and that I was, you know, you know, all not hugged up with, but, you know, 
in a in a tight space with and at a dinner table with, you know, are all, you know, yeah, they have it. And so I'm told, you know, I need to isolate. I need to quarantine. I need to take tests and all this. So I go and I do it. I do what I got to do. And, and uh, thankfully, you know, came back negative and... Helen tested immediately and she, you know, she ever at work and, you know, because they offer that and it came back negative. But, you know, nonetheless, still had to quarantine and, you know, and, and all that. And, um, you know, the exact reason I didn't want to go <laughs> uh, became a very fearful thing. And, and I don't know. I'm just so over the fears. I'm so over this whole thing. I'm just, uh, you know, obviously it's something that's here to stay. It's not going anywhere. And I don't know what it is. I don't know how to deal with it. But I just want to keep making music and keep doing what I do for my patrons and be all that I can and uh, and more importantly I just want to beat this anxiety I was able to before even if it was only for a 10 year period or 12 year period or whatever but I beat it before and without medication and without you know just without any use of that kind of stuff and I just want to do it again and uh, I just don't want to be dependent on these things I'm and I just want to be able to do, grow, be. And I guess that's what's in my head today. <laughs> so uh, until next time, October is here. Uh, it starts tomorrow, October 1st. And of course, it's uh, the first week is hell week, you know, for me, you know, October 4th. Uh, my son, Shiloh, then the fifth, my nephew, Clarky, who is like a son or a brother to me, really. Then the sixth, my daughter, Annika. Then the seventh, Helen. Then, of course, uh, I am on the 21st. So, <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, but it's a, it's a strange month. And then we got good old All Hallows Eve on... Uh, the 31st although I doubt any kids will trick-or-treat I I never see kids trick-or-treat anymore anyway but uh, doubt this time any more than ever but with uh, all this uh, stuff going on but uh, I mean we are coming at the close of the year another year and I thought it was going to be a lot different I thought 2021 was going to be just a little different and uh I really hope that 2022 holds a lot more promise than <laughs> what we saw this year. <laughs> but uh, like I mentioned on my post on Patreon, um, I want to concentrate. We're all, I'm only doing one more cover this year, and that's it. Um, you know, when I first started doing Patreon and I started doing the covers, I said I was only going to do uh, a cover every other month. 
And so, you know, totaling around six. And I think I've done like seven or eight this year. So, um, yeah, I've definitely met it, but it made up for last year when I only did four. So, um, so I don't think it's overcompensation. I'm just, I just, but I really, really want to get back to writing. I really want to get back to, uh, putting out some original music and, that brings me to point of order, which I'm, I'm toying with, and I'd love your opinions on it. Um, Guidestones. So here, here's the thing. I've been told it's, it's a waste to put out an album now. That it, it's not a good idea that it's, it's better to put out songs, put out a single. So that way you can concentrate on each and every song that you release. Um, as opposed to letting fillers get on a record and, uh, because that happens, you know, you, you, you end up with, you know, 10, 12 songs on a record and there's a couple of fillers. There's a couple of songs that just, you know, don't meet and because you're concentrating on the record as a whole. And here, uh, it would be more concentrating on each song at a time. So, um, I'd love to know your opinions on that. What you guys think? So shall I release it as an album or a song at a time that just accumulates into a record? I don't know. Let me know your thoughts. I'd really love to know. Really love to know your thoughts on that. But... All right, my wonderful listeners, I appreciate each and every one of you. And thank you for taking the time to listen. And um, I look forward to sharing again on another episode. But um, for now, this is where we are. So thank you again. You've been listening to The Fractured Brain. Jimmy P. Brown, signing out.